This podcast contains content and language not suitable for some listeners. Welcome to Oddities and Curiosities, a podcast about murder, the paranormal, and other oddities sure to pique your curiosity. I know it does for us. We are Amanda and Brittany. Hey. Hi. What's up, girl? Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing. What's up with you? <laughs> Okay, see what happened was. What happened? Okay, this is the second time we're doing this tonight because we are powerhousing this shit and we were recording two episodes in one night. So this is going to be fun. Just bear with us. We might be a little tipsy. We had rum. We had rum. We had a mojito last yep. episode. I'm and sure we decided remember. not to remake that drink. I am not muddling like, shit out. It was, it was a lot of effort. So we just took a shot of rum. It's fine. It's fine. I, I felt like gasoline was coming out of my nostrils, <laughs> but <laughs> it's all good. Brittany does not do dark liquor. She's more of a vodka girl. I'm a so vodka kind of gal. I can shoot vodka. She's can't a shoot vodka rum. girl. <laughs> yes, she is. So, so here you we are. play with some dolls. <laughs> some creepy ass creepy ass dolls. Fuck yeah. yeah, we do. This is episode ninety-two. Creepy ass dolls. <laughs> I really like that title for your listening pleasure <laughs> and viewing. Yeah, that too. Oh my god, I just saw your case. Photo. Nope, nope. Be prepared to be creeped the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's hump day over oh, here. It is. It's, it's hump, hump day. I've been thrown for a loop. I don't know. Just th- decided to throw a little twist in there. It's fine. Change it up we a like bit. We like to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Giving you new material every week to laugh at. You're welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> I've embarrassed myself countless times on here. <laughs> okay, so the reason that we are recording two episodes in one night is because... My baby girl, good lord, she's a busy woman next week. Okay, she we have her school play on mm-hmm. Monday, which she leads the second line into the auditorium, holds the little baton thing, and mm-hmm. marches to as the saints go marching in. I still have to decorate that this weekend. She graduates fifth grade on Wednesday. She's the big girl. Not, and she's been asked to sing the national anthem. I got to brag on her a little bit. Yeah. Um, volleyball's done, thank God. Well, it's not done, but we can't go next week because we have too much shit. Yeah. And then she has a dance recital that we have dress rehearsals like almost every night that week. So we're recording today. And just thinking about all the things that your child does, I'm tired. I'm tired. How is she not tired? She's loving it. Ashton does all of two things. Oh. And we're all tired. (laughs) I'm exhausted just saying it, but there's a big milestone happening next week, and I'm not ready. <laughs> you can do it, Mama. And, and, well, tell us how your hump day treating us. Okay. 
Well, I got some grown-up food. <laughs> I was it was really, kind of grown-up. I, I was like, okay, if we're doing two episodes, we're going to be drinking a little bit. We should probably, you know, like replenish with some carbs. Eat all the carbs. Yeah. yeah. So I got us some grown-up grilled cheeses from Walk-Ons. Yeah. And the number one reason why I picked Walk-Ons is because we went to the coffee shop earlier this week to finish our cases or to work, work on, on both cases. of them at the yeah. same time. Brittany was like, you know, I really want a beignet, but it's so messy, and I don't want to get it all over my laptop. So I got the bitch some beignets. Yeah. Plus, they're really, really good. I like their beignets. Walk-ons they're pretty has good. really good beignets. Yeah. But I, um, they have a little option to get some berries and cream, which is strawberries and delicious whipped cream. It's like Cool Whip, not the spray stuff. In not the, the stuff that you spray in your mouth at 2 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> right side up. <laughs> What? Um, yeah. So um, you went there. I did not. I was just thinking about like, you know, at 2 a.m. when you want a <laughs> snack and you go to your fridge and it's either like shredded cheese hey. or whipped cream. And then you get a little bonus, you know. <laughs> and then the next day when you go to get whipped cream, it's all liquid and you're like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. We're real adults. I Anyways. So that's what we got. We got French fries. Grown up grilled cheeses and beignets and strawberries and cream because I was hungry when I ordered. Apparently, that happens. I wanted all the things. That's the thing. So I got all the things. The like going to the grocery store hungry thing. Oh is, yeah, that's, See, that's a like real that. thing. It's yeah. a real for real thing. I get all kinds of junk food and ridiculousness, but I'm stocked on snacks for a while when I go to the grocery store hungry. <laughs> snacks are good. Mm-hmm. Snacks are really good. Unless you go to Family Dollar for like a random thing and then you see a box of Swiss cake rolls. Well, why would you not get those? You're already there. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> They're in my pantry. See, I get made fun of this a lot, but you know what my favorite little Debbie is? What? Oatmeal cream pies. The fuck? Apparently those are old people snacks. I've been told. But I love a fucking oatmeal cream pie. And they've got those big ones now. And they're so good. (laughs) They were super popular when I was in elementary school. Okay, well, I really like them now. (laughs) I like them right now. I I don't know if that's when they came out, but that's when I discovered them. Sometimes I like them. Sometimes I don't. All the times I like them. I just... I like the strawberry shortcakes and the zebra cakes and all that, yada, yada. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But give me a fucking oatmeal cream pie. You know what my favorite Little Debbie snack is? Mm. The Nutty Buddy Bars. Those are so good. Oh, my God. And I have a a ritual. Okay. So I bite the end off, like the whole whole tip. Oh, no. I bite the tip off. You've already messed up. And then I break it in half. What are you doing? You're mutilating it. Look, I break the other tip off. And then I eat it layer by layer. Okay, you've mutilated it. And for my big finish, <laughs> I eat the other end. It's like, oh, oh my God. that's my that's how I eat them. No, you, no, you've mutilated it. I do the that. Only correct way to eat it is wafer by wafer. It well, when I break the two ends off, I do why, eat it wafer you, by wafer. Why would you break the ends off? Because they that's have a mean. lot of chocolate on the end, and I'd want all of that goodness together. Just the ends. No, it needs to be evenly distributed. Well, because I feel like it breaks the end and I get a perfect lift off when I lift layer by layer because I don't have the end like holding it down. There's there's no. (laughs) 
We are not arguing over the correct way to eat a nutty buddy bar. <laughs> How do you okay. eat your nutty bar? You eat your nutty buddies. <laughs> Please message us. Look, I'll I'll make a video. I don't even. <laughs> Let's argue all the ways to eat a nutty buddy. I so think, send I us your send us your routine. I'll post it. <laughs> I'll post it. How do you eat your nutty buddy? Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the episode is creepy as dolls. If you want to see the post about nutty buddies and our hump day treat and some pictures of some creepy ass dolls, it's really creepy ass dolls. Go to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Yeah, do that. Before we get started, I have to tell you all a story. What? And I'll, I'll put a picture of this on the Facebook page too. Okay. My mom. Oh, Lord. My mom, what, what mama do? Likes antiques and vintage things, and I do too. But I think she was at the flea market when this happened. But my mom acquired, oh no, a vintage Cupid doll. Do you, oh, I don't know if y'all know what Cupid dolls are. No, yeah, we we've talked about this. Have we talked about we creepy doll? This because I did not know what a fucking Cupid doll was, and then you okay, showed me the yes, photo. Yes, you're right. They were creepy when oh they were my new. Gosh. Yeah, they are. Mom has a vintage Cupid doll. Yeah. Oh. Who we lovingly call creepy doll. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And my mother, I promise she's sane. I think. Yeah, she is. She dresses creepy doll for occasions. So like if it's Christmas, she wears Christmas clothes. Like she has clothes for all the holidays and seasons and such. Even for St. Patrick's Day and yeah. Valentine's Day? Oh yeah, everything. And Easter? Creepy doll has better has a better wardrobe than I do. And Christmas and Thanksgiving and oh, obviously Halloween. All the things. All the things. Creepy doll has all the clothes. She can have a fall outfit and a summer outfit as well. Yes, no bullshit. Oh. Because my when my mom gosh. will go to the flea market, creepy doll wears like a a zero to three month size baby clothes. It's that big? Yeah. Oh my God. My mom will pick up new clothes for creepy doll and I will show y'all a picture of creepy doll. Yeah, we're gonna need to see your creepy doll. My brother Hunter. Uh-huh. Terrified of creepy doll. Uh, yeah. And so, he's like... He's been traumatized for life. Oh, and he's been fucked with. Like, okay. <laughs> Hunter, you, I am outing all your insecurities right here. Did you do the fuckery? Okay, here's what happened. <laughs> oh. I didn't do this one. Oh, okay. It okay. was either it was either my mom or my other brother. Mm. It was either mom or Seth. But <laughs> anywho... She outed you. Hunter also hates when he's in the bathroom for the shower curtain to be closed. Oh, Psycho. He's he's one of those people okay. that when he goes into the bathroom, no matter what kind of business he's attended to in there, he's going to open the shower curtain. Okay. Okay. Sure. So what happened was Creepy Doll, oh, it's a her, no. had made her way oh, yeah. into the shower and the curtain closed. So when Hunter went to the bathroom oh, and opened the shower curtain. My God. No, that's so me. There was Creepy Doll. <laughs> so, um... You can't you can't fuck around with my family. They're a little squirrely. I love your but. family. <laughs> but, uh, Fantastic. I'll share some pictures of Creepy Doll. I also, you were talking about my Creepy Doll. Are you talking about Harold, the Halloween baby? Oh yeah, from the from Halloween. Yeah, he's scary. Yeah, Harold is scary. He's got razor sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. It's a Halloween decoration. Who 
if I have enough to drink, I'll carry it around on my hip. Um, <laughs> Why did we not take that out with us for Halloween? Harold's in the attic. But I'm sure I don't know if I want to touch Harold though. I'm sure I can find a picture of he him. He scares me. He can be found at Spirit Halloween, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anywho, um, send us pictures of your creepy ass dolls if you got them. <laughs> sure. Because as much as it freaks me out, like I'm gonna look at them. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. All right, for creepy ass dolls episode ninety two. Ninety friggin' two. Ninety two. Um. Oh. I. I'm doing the Island of the Dolls. And how... Here for this shit. How I first heard of this before I get started. I'm just feeling chatty all of a sudden. Okay. Um, I used to listen to this podcast called Haunted Places. Oh, yeah. It's not on Apple anymore. And for some reason, I just can't get my habitual self to listen to a different thing other than Apple. They have a TV series now. Do they? Yes. There's something so soothing about that man's voice, too. But... Yes. It's like 30-minute episodes about haunted places all around the world. And the first time I ever heard of the Island of the Dolls was on Haunted Places. Hell yeah. And that was like years ago when I first started listening to podcasts. So I knew I knew I had to do this story on my own at some point. Okay. So here we go. There's something really thrilling about a place with a dark and mysterious past. Yes. Oh, by the way, this is in Mexico. I don't speak Spanish well. Just there you go. Okay. Take La Isla de la Muñacas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, by the way, I've taken like four years of Spanish. Can't speak a lick of it. So I took two years. I, <laughs> I'm not much better. I can count. Me too. I, I know some colors. <gasps> Same. <laughs> I can tell you happy birthday. Ooh. Feliz Navidad. That's Merry Christmas. I know. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Okay. So take La Isla de la Mu- again, Muñacas, for example. Muñacas. I'm only going to say that like twice, by the way. Okay. An island covered with decaying old dolls strung up in trees is pretty creepy on its own. Mm-hmm. Even before you know the dark origin story. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm say that's creepy. The story of the island of the dolls, which is what that means. Okay. Is entwined with the story of Don Julian Santa Santana Barrera. All right, uh-huh. Don Julian. Don Julian Santana Barrera. Don Julian sounds like a alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like uh, one of the like dirty novels that <laughs> our moms used to read. Oh my god, girl, my mom has stacks in her closet. No stacks. A native of Xochimilco, a borough of Mexico City, Don Julian left his wife and family sometime in the 1950s to live alone on an island on Tishulio Lake. He said, fuck this shit, I'm out. The island's new caretaker occasionally ventured to the neighboring Barrio de la Asuncion Asuncion, to sell his vegetables and enjoy the popular pulque. An alcoholic beverage made from the fermented sap of the agave plant. Well, I bet that's good. Yeah. So let's go look at a picture of Don Julian. Okay. This is, of course, later in his life. There's not very many pictures of Don Julian to be seen. There's dolls. Of course there's there's dolls. There's dolls hanging behind him. Of course there's dolls. Oh, my God. The island of the dolls, motherfucker. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> motherfucker. Motherfucker? <laughs> Let me help you, motherfucker. <laughs> yes, you do, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. That video. Okay. I know y'all know. <laughs> so Don Julian's reasons for this life change are hazy, but soon become clear. Don Julian was not necessarily of sound mind. Hmm. Not. L- yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Not long after moving, he made a chilling discovery on the shores of his island. The body of a young girl drowned in the lake. Oh, no. A doll came floating down the canal shortly afterward, changing the course of Don Julian's life and the island for years to come. Okay. Alone on the island, he took the doll and hung it from a tree in order to appease the spirit of the little girl. Superstitious and deeply religious, he grew fearful that the dead girl's spirit haunted the island. In the eyes of the man who now considered himself the island's caretaker, the one doll was not enough. For the next 50 years, Don Julian would scrounge dolls from the trash and from the canals and hang them from the island's many trees. He is also said to have traded produce he grew to locals for more dolls. He did not clean up the dolls or attempt to fix them, but instead put them up with missing eyes and limbs, covered in dirt, and generally in whatever ramshackle state he found them in. Even when dolls arrived in good shape, the wind and weather turned them into cracked and distorted versions of themselves. Eventually, Don Julian transformed the entire island into a kind of bizarre, horrifying, doll-infested wonderland. It's kind of sweet, though. <laughs> the reason why he did it. That's, I mean, it, well, there's to more. appease her spirit. You know, there's more. It's kind of sweet. <laughs> okay, look at the picture that says dolls. Okay. And this is just an image of dolls hanging from the trees. Oh, my God. There are dolls aplenty. This is just one tiny little blip of this the island here. This is just a little section. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, if you zoom in, you can see uh-huh. that a lot of these dolls are not clothed. No. Um, some of them are missing body parts. They're really creepy. Yeah. According to some stories, Don Julian was increasingly haunted by a girl whispering, I want my doll. (laughs) And footsteps in the dead of night. While it's unknown what exactly he experienced in his hut in the thick of the jungle miles away from civilization. Because he is out there on this fucking island by himself. You crazy man. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. With no modern conveniences. Nothing. Oh, he no. He is out there on his Air conditioning. Own. Oh, no. There's no air conditioning. There's no electricity, boo-boo. Uh, he has nothing. I mean, I guess you'd adapt to it. You'd be, be, you get used to it. Probably, I'm guessing in the 1950s in Mexico City, there probably wasn't a lot of air conditioning to begin with. Right. So it probably wasn't, I mean, it was his, it's what he wanted to do. It was his thing. (laughs) Don Julian also kept his cabin filled with dolls, which he dressed in headdresses, sunglasses, and other accessories. (laughs) Despite the fact that most people found the aisle frightening, Don Julian saw the dolls as beautiful protectors, and he welcomed visitors whom he would show around, charging a small fee for taking photos. Ooh. The exact number of decaying dolls hasn't been recorded. There's no way to know. There's literally Ugh. no way to know. There's so many. There's so many, and they're everywhere. Like, even not where his hut was, just out into the wilderness of the island, there's dolls every fucking where. Everywhere you go. That's insane. You're not going to step in a part of the island where you're not looking at dolls. 
Oh my God. Oh my God. I love it. These don't sound like the actions of a person with a healthy grasp on reality. And indeed, there are many doubts surrounding this legend. The biggest question, the reality of the little girl who died. Yeah. Many people, including Don Julian's own family, didn't believe that he ever found the girl. Although whether they believe he made it up, imagined the experience, or was somehow mistaken is unclear. They don't think there was ever a girl that washed up. Well, they think who's to say whether she did or not, though? There's no record of it happening. It could have happened. It's possible. Right. He could have hallucinated it. That very possibly. It, he yeah. could have dreamed it. Spirits could have been haunting that island anyway and made him see things. There's so many possibilities. Yeah, who knows? Wonderful, wonderful possibilities. Mm. What is clear is that whether the girl existed or not, Don Julian devoted the rest of his life to her. And probably the creepiest of all, even the end of his life had clear ties to the story of the drowned child. Mm. In 2001, Don Julian Santana Bar- Barrera, I want to say... <laughs> <laughs> Barrera. 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 I want to say Barbera. You know, like Hanna-Barbera <laughs> cartoons? Okay. My brain got doing it. that. He passed away. No. So stop laughing. It's not funny. In oh, 2001, he, plas- pass- he plassed away. He plassed away. He, he plastered away. <laughs> no more shots of rum. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Eh. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> His body was discovered drowned in the canal in the exact place he always said he'd seen the little girl. In response, Ooh. tourists began flocking to the island to pay tribute. Locals insist that the spirits on Mexico's doll island come alive at night and whisper to each other. Ooh. They brought dolls of their own, and to this day, people honor both Don Julian and the girl, whether she was real or not, by hanging up dolls in tribute. I got a room full of dolls that we can get rid of that we can take to this island. Okay, I'm here for it. Okay. Let's go. I got I got at least one for each I of got us. directions for us later. Okay. So if you go to the picture dolls too, yeah, it shows one of the little huts on the island. Oh not, my god! I'm not sure if that's the one he lived in or if that's a storage one, but you can see the dolls of all shapes and sizes. And oh my gosh, this is a really big one hanging on the side. I know. In various states of decay, some of them you can tell have been there for years and years and uh-huh. years. Some of them look a little bit newer. But yeah, because people bring dolls with them to. I mean, to pay that's. That's okay on the outside. Okay, that's fine. But while I'm sleeping, if oh, there I don't are want dolls, dolls to look at me. in my room looking at me, I'm not. No, I don't thank want it. you, please. I don't want it. I have a friend who has a beautiful, beautiful gothic bedroom. Mm. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But she's got some creepy ass goth girl porcelain dolls in there. Nice. That there's no way in hell I could sleep in that bedroom with them porcelain dolls. Yeah, like put them in the guest room. Yeah, like no, (laughs) not if I'm going to spend the night. (laughs) Well, no, I mean if it was my house. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean it doesn't bother her obviously. But like I could never sleep in there. I mean they're gorgeous. Could never sleep in there. I I no, I couldn't do it. Mm -mm. I told her when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, that is beautiful." I'm never spending the night at your house. (laughs) No sleepovers. (laughs) We can go to mine. Yeah. (laughs) So the island is currently in the care of Don Julian's nephew. Oh. Now, in different articles, I saw different names that weren't even close to each other. So I say no names here. Okay. Um, But one of his nephews. 
Many ferries stop here, making it a macabre must-see on any tour of these ancient Aztec canals. Located in the Xochimilco, it's not that hard, but my eyes are crossing. It's Xochimilco borough, 17 miles south of the center of Mexico City. Best way to get there is to leave from Embarcadero, Cumanco. Jesus. All right. I don't know where this is at. Mexico City. It's in Mexico. <laughs> it's a four-hour round trip and costs roughly 75 U.S. dollars. Hmm. I mean, I'll pay $75 to go to Creepy Doll Island. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep an eye out for some of the wildlife during Ooh. your boat trip. Commonly seen creatures include pelicans, kingfishers, egrets, and several species of water snakes. Are we in Louisiana? I started to say, wait, that's not... That's, <laughs> Are we in Louisiana? <laughs> that's not something to keep an eye out for. We see those Mm-mm. all the time. You got some gators in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> for professional photographer Cindy Vasco, the Island of the Dolls was the creepiest place she ever visited. Here's a quote from her. At the end of the journey, the boat turned along a bend in the waterway, and I was struck by a surreal vision of hundreds, maybe thousands of dolls hanging from trees on the tiny island. My goodness. It feels very calm, but I feel like maybe at night it will be pretty spooky, just all these dolls looking at you. Just they are all around you. Yeah. (laughs) They're everywhere. Oh, that second part was from a different visitor. Sorry. Oh, I suck. Jose Perez. Yeah, Jose Perez, a visitor from Texas. He's the one that said it feels very calm, but at night it's probably spooky. Probably. That was was Jose, and I agree with you, Jose. Yeah. I concur. While the dolls will always be the island's main attraction, there's also a small museum that features newspaper clippings and Don Julian's supposed favorite doll, Augustinita. That is a name. That's a name for a doll. That's a name. I like it. Um, some locals believe she performs miracles and helps people with their faith. Okay. Augustinita has become the most important doll of the collection, the one he spent time with, his companion, the one he talked to, his protector. Tour guide Gonzalez Franco says, I have a picture of Augustina. Hell Augustinita. yes. Augustinita. Augustinita. <laughs> there are lots of pictures on her or of her in different like various outfits. I guess oh. somebody changes her clothes since Don Julian's not there anymore. Okay. But here she's sporting some snazzy 70s style glasses. Oh, yeah. And some sort of headdress. Yeah. Yeah. So. What? Um, she's on a little altar. She has okay. a little doll friend there next to her. Yes, she does. She's got a little buddy. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. cute. No, it's creepy. It reminds it's me. super creepy. Of that doll dude that I did. <laughs> No. <laughs> they disguise the dead bodies as mm-hmm. dolls. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Since it is believed that Augustinita has gifts, at night she walked around. She even had the gift to cure and protect him. Ooh. So Don Julian, uh, he thought that she was alive, essentially. I mean, oh, okay. Cool. He had a Wilson. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that is the reason why there are plates to leave little offerings for her. So all of that was from oh. tour guide Gonzalez Franco. James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. James Franco. James Franco. Oh, no, but he's garbage now. We don't like him anymore. Oh. Mm-hmm. But 
It ruin, it just ruins everything. There is no electricity or running water. Concrete constructions are forbidden. The only buildings are shops made from wood. Okay. Some say that when he died, Don Julian's spirit joined the others that supposedly haunt La Isla de la Muñacas. Yeah. The island of the dolls. Yeah. <laughs> I learned new words. <laughs> Apparatus have been set up, and yes, there's paranormal activity, Gonzalez Franco says. Here, the concentration of energy is strong. You can actually feel it. That is why the Island of the Dolls ranks as one of the top most terrifying places in the world. I want to go. The end. I want to go. I know, me too. I really want to go. Yeah. That would be really, really cool. Yeah. Creepy as fuck. I'm, I want to do it. I know. So, that's the Island of the Dolls. Good job. It's a new place on our bucket list. Definitely. Tour around the world. Well, I'm going to take us to Florida. Okay. (laughs) They have pelicans and snakes there, too. Yeah, they do. (laughs) They also have a doll. Nice. Yep. My doll is Robert the Doll. (laughs) Aww. So here's something that most people would agree is true about Robert the Doll. He's terrifying. Yes. He's he's a little creepy. Mm -hmm. So apparently he's a little boy in a sailor suit. His careworn face is only vaguely human. His nub of a nose looks like a pair of pinholes. He is covered in brown nicks like scars. His eyes are beady and black. He wears a malevolent smirk. Clasped in his lap, he's holding his own toy, a dog with garish popping eyes and a too big tongue lolling <laughs> crazily out of its mouth. <laughs> I kept that description, okay? It came directly from a, re- a website, but I was like, no, I'm keeping that. <laughs> a too big tongue, huh? Yeah. Have you ever seen that meme with the guy with the biggest tongue in the world or whatever, and his wife it's is like so weird. grinning from ear to ear? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's happy. <laughs> as long as he uses it. Oh, God. Don't waste that talent, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Here are some <clears throat> other things that people also agree is true about Robert. That he's haunted and that he has caused car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other misfortunes. Let's go look at Robert, shall we? Okay. Okay, first, let's look at the one that says Robert. Okay. Isn't he cute? No. Got him all in his own little chair. I'm, I gotta say, (laughs) I think the dog is creepier than the doll. I I have a close-up of the dog. The dog is creepy as fuck. I mean, the doll is creepy, too, but the dog... Those eyes? No, thank you, please. Yeah, it's it's kind of creepy. Let's go look at the dog. Okay. Okay. I it, do it is, not it is, like it. It is creepy. I'm a little bit more afraid of the dog. Why his eyes look like that, though? I don't know. He's got the creepy eyes. <laughs> and it, and Maybe it, it's the dog that's haunted. I don't like it. I'm going to say it's the doll. <laughs> Um, what other picture do I, oh, go look at his hand. I don't like, I hate the hand picture. You can either do the hand picture or the face picture, picture, take your pick. Okay, well. But we're doing both. Okay. I'm looking at the face first. Okay. 
Um, why that one ear sticking out like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're usually pinned back, but I guess that one's like flapped. Sir, take your ear back. <laughs> He's setting his ears free, like Dumbo. And that hand, and then the freaks hand freaks me the it, fuck why out. Why is that so creepy? Like, but it is. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah. And who's the brave motherfucker holding that it? Touched up? him. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, uh-uh. thank you, please. Uh-uh. Robert is now 117 years old and lives at the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida, in a new display case, which was recently donated by someone who is a fan of Robert's, says Corey Convertito, curator of the museum. But the comfortable new digs, complete with humidity control and UV filtering glass to preserve the artifact, do not seem to have reformed Robert. He's still honoring. The museum still gets regular reports of evils attributed to the doll. Let's go look up a photo of the museum. Okay. Well, it is not very snazzy. No, it kind of looks like a prison. Yeah, the outside creeps me out. I mean, out. it's on the beach. I'm still going to go there. Yeah. That's on. It's on we're, my We're list. definitely going. I've uh, never been to Key West. I feel like I should go I there. went when I... No, I didn't go to Key West. I went to Key Lark. Go. No, Key West. Key Largo. Key West is the party one. My parents were like, no, we're not going there. Mm. I was in ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Key Largo. Oh, so we need to go party whilst viewing yes. Robert the Dog. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, I, have, I have a picture of his snazzy little case. Okay. That's bougie as hell. Yeah, he's got a nice little setup. Nice. He looks pretty comfy. Look at you. Why is all that clutter in there, though? Calm down. It does look like a bunker, man, inside the museum. It looks like a fucking bunker. It's kind of weird. Yeah, the building itself is creepy as hell. All right. I, I, I should have, I probably maybe should research into the history of the museum a little bit more. I don't know. Anyways, let's continue. Okay. Before Robert came to the museum in 1994, he was the property of Robert Eugene Otto, an eccentric artist and a member of a prominent Key West family. Yes, the doll and the owner had the same name, but the boy answered to Gene. Okay. Robert was a childhood birthday gift from Otto's grandfather, who bought the doll during a trip to Germany. Otto's relationship with the doll continued into adulthood. I hate that word. His relationship with the doll. Yeah. Yikes. What people really remember is what they would probably term as an unhealthy relationship with the doll, says Corey. He he brought it everywhere. He talked about it in the first person as if he weren't a doll. He was Robert. As in, he was a live entity. Mm Mm-mm. After some digging, the museum traced Robert's origins to the Stife Company, Mm -hmm. the same toy maker that first manufactured a teddy bear in honor of Theodore Roosevelt. Robert was most likely never intended to be sold as a toy. A Stife historian told the museum that Robert was probably part of a set fabricated for a window display of clowns or jesters. Okay. Which is kind of adorable, says Corey, especially with his impish behavior. It kind of suits his personality really well. Robert's little sailor suit was not supplied by the company. It was probably an outfit that Otto himself wore as a child. Okay, I did that. I put old baby clothes on. Oh, hell yes. Mm -hmm. All the time. 
According to legend, young Otto began to blame mishaps on the doll. Robert did it. Spilled mm-hmm. juice. Robert did it. Broke a lamp. Robert did it. While this could have been laughed off as childish storytelling, adults also started noticing odd occurrences, especially as Otto and Robert grew older. As an adult, Otto lived in a stately home called the Artist House. It's beautiful. Where Robert could be seen positioned at the upstairs window. Well, that's creepy. School children swore that he would appear and reappear, and they avoided the house. Myrtle, Myrtle Ruder purchased the artist's house after Otto's death in 1974 and also became Robert's new caretaker. Oh, no. That's so Visitors weird. swore they heard footsteps in the attic and giggling. Some claim Robert's expression changed when anyone bad-mouthed Otto in his presence. Reuter said Robert would move around the house on his own, and after 20 years of antics, she donated him to the museum. You put up with that shit for 20 years? (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Myrtle! She just couldn't take it anymore. Get some peace, woman. (laughs) At least she had a little bit. But far from banishing Robert to obscurity, his arrival at the museum marked a turning point for the doll. Since Robert arrived... Visitors have flocked to the museum to get a look at the mischievous toy. He has appeared on TV shows. He has had his aura photographed. He is a stop on a ghost tour. Yes, they do a ghost tour at the museum. I'm here for that shit. Yeah. And he's inspired a horror movie. He has Wikipedia entry and social media accounts. Fans can buy Robert replicas. No. No. <laughs> Books, coasters, and t-shirts. Okay, I might want a t-shirt. <laughs> Maybe. I just might. And the most adventurous can even volunteer to be locked in with Robert after dark. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> Why I, would I you? Wanna, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be in a strange building after dark anyway. No. But you want to go to the asylum and spend the night. Okay, that's a little bit different. <laughs> okay, that's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's in a case. <laughs> okay. Um, and they can and do write to him. You can be pen pals with Robert. I can. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Crazy serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy doll. I don't know. But, but the doll is a spirit. Like he can travel anywhere. Ed is locked up. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I I think I'm safer contacting Ed. Oh my god. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> he probably he gets probably one to three letters every day, says Corey. But they aren't typical fan letters. They are often apologies. Many visitors attribute post-visit misfortunes to failing to respect Robert or even openly disrespecting him, and they write begging forgiveness. Okay. Supposedly there's a curse put on you. Mm. Others ask for ask him for advice or to hex those who have wronged them. Well, that's fucked up, kids. Okay, I may write him. <laughs> oh, my God. Calm down. Corey says they have received more than a thousand letters, which they keep and catalog. Robert also receives emails and homages. At some point, it became known that Robert had a sweet tooth, so people leave and send him candy. Once he received a box containing eight bags of peppermints, a card, and no return address. Exercising caution, the museum staff did not consume the treats sent to Robert. (laughs) 
guests leave him sweets, money, and occasionally joints. Okay. <laughs> um, Robert likes to toke. Got it. He'd probably be mad if I took one of those, huh? Uh, yeah, that's a surefire way to get cursed. It's completely inappropriate, says Corey. We are still a museum. <laughs> <laughs> Corey doesn't Corey, enough. <laughs> maybe you need to take one of them. I'm sure Robert wouldn't mind. Share a joint with Robert. Well, Corey is Robert's caretaker, so that's probably whose hand was in the photo. Yeah. Once a year, she administers a checkup, taking him out of the case and weighing him to assess whether, assess whether the humid Florida weather has adversely affected his straw-filled body. She is also his proxy, receiving and reading all his emails and letters and running his social media feeds. Several years ago, she photoshopped Robert's knobby face onto the now-famous picture of Kim Kardashian popping a bottle of champagne into a glass balanced on her bootay. <laughs> it was in order to attract attention to a campaign that would score the museum a grant if they garnered enough votes. Hey, whatever it takes. Mm. Though the combined forces of, of the Kardashians and Robert's celebrity and the doll's social media reach, he has almost 9,000 Facebook likes. The museum won by a landslide. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. I don't know if I like this or not. Occasionally, Corey does respond on Robert's behalf. Nope, she, don't like it. She tries to send something to every child who writes them, which is cool. Okay, I get that. For the kids. For the kids. Jean always had that childlike temperament around him, and we feel like Robert would want to be kind to the kids. Yeah. yeah. He never did anything bad to Jean, so. Yeah. And she has also responded to more serious ones, such as an email from a girl who was bullied at school. That's so sad. Very sad. So does Corey think that Robert is haunted? She says, I don't know. I really don't. I never had a bad experience with him. I've never felt uncomfortable. It's always been a very basic relationship, and I have a job to do, and I go and do it. And whether there's something to it or not, he just allows me to get on with my job. Okay, you're talking about him in the first person and saying you have a relationship with him, (laughs) ma'am? Recognize. Yep, yep, yep. That's I was like, hmm, really? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. She is his caretaker after all, and, you know, so I, he, why would he do anything bad to her? She's good to him. Boy. <laughs> she respects it. Okay, so some frequently asked questions about Robert. What does he do? So some of the earliest reports were of him being in the window and moving mm-hmm. at the Auto family home. People have seen Robert move on his own, laugh, and throw objects across the room through the years. Ghost hunt guests at the Fort East Martello have seen Robert's chest move as if he is breathing Mm-mm, and felt, like an, <laughs> felt an unknown entity touching their knee. Sir, that is inappropriate. Mm-mm. No. Cold chills and orbs move about Robert's room at times. So is he really haunted? Robert receives daily letters from people who have had paranormal experiences with him Visitors to Fort East Martello regularly, see, I can't do it. Regularly. On the regular, (laughs) report strange encounters to the staff as well, like the stuff I said above. Mm -hmm. So, on certain things, they say that you should ask permission. Like taking his picture. Take his photo, maybe taking a photo with him, you know, a selfie, like pretty much anything. 
They say that Robert does not give permission. This is an often repeated legend that has no basis. In fact, people who experience problems with Robert are usually disrespectful. Asking for permission from an entity is a bad idea. Oh, because you're opening things up mm-hmm. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So actually, like, don't talk to him. Interesting. So how does he curse you? People who disrespect Robert the doll report days, weeks, or months of mechanical problems, accidents, strange occurrences, and misfortunes. Some people end up with lost luggage. Others report being struck by lightning. The fuck? Um, This one lady had, like, she fell and broke pretty much, like, every leg bone that she had. Um, Her shoulder, like... And oh, she my gosh. said it, and it was like right after she left, like the next place she went to, she fell down some stairs and that's insane. So does he kill? Though it is rare for a death to be attributed to Robert the doll, it has happened. A Key West ghost tour guide had the image of Robert the doll tattooed on his arm and died shortly after it was completed. <laughs> no, I know. What does everyone say sorry to the... Why does everyone say sorry? The trend of hashtag sorry Robert evolved (laughs) from the false belief that Robert the doll does not like to have his picture taken and that you must ask permission before looking at his photo. Is Chucky based on Robert the doll? No. Robert was around long before Chucky, but Chucky was based on the My Buddy doll. You remember My Buddy? My Buddy. My My Buddy. Yeah, and then he had kid sister. sister. Those were creepy ass dolls, too. They were. I wanted one really bad, I did, too. But I never Mm -hmm. got a kid sister. I got a cricket, but I never got a kid sister. I don't even know who the fuck cricket is. It was kind of, she kind of looked like a kid sister. I think she ate or something or talked. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It it was creepy as well. I don't know, cricket. So would you like to know where you can send letters to Robert the doll? Sure. I will post the address. Send apologies, well wishes, and other letters to Robert at Robert the Doll, 3501 South Roosevelt Boulevard in Key West, Florida, 33040. Got it. How can you see Robert the Doll? You can see Robert the Doll in the daytime or experience him after dark on an intimate lockdown or ghost hunt. Mm -mm. Fort East Martello Museum is open most days from 10 to 5. Ghost Key West offers Key West ghost tours and VIP lockdowns most nights after the sun goes down. GhostKeyWest.com The Ghost and Gravestones trolley does not bring people to the fort to see Robert the Doll. Just a little FYI. Mm -hmm. And Sloan's Ghost Fort Adventures is the only ghost tour in Key West that includes a visit with Robert the Doll. Okay. So, there you go. There's... Robert the doll. That haunted fucker. I still want to go see him. I do too. It's on the list. It's on the list. So there you have it. There's our creepy ass dolls. Mm-hmm. This time. <laughs> There's a few others. There's lots of creepy ass dolls. Yeah. But okay. right now we have trivia. So friends, we have no winner for you. Yeah, because we're doing these back to back. So we'll just post the winners instead. Yeah, sorry friends. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations to, the to whoever won. Woo! Last week's question was The question was who were the two nurses who many believe were wrongfully convicted of 
poisoning hospitalized veterans in Ann Arbor, Michigan in 1977? And the answer is... I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there in front of you. Filipina Narcisco. No. No. Narciso. Narciso. Filipina Narciso. And Leonora Perez were convicted of poisoning several patients at the Veterans Administration Hospital in Ann Arbor. Hmm. It was one of the longest trials in United States history, including a 94-hour jury deliberation over oh two weeks God. and 6,500 pages of court transcripts. Holy moly, that's a lot. Yep. Only Narciso had been charged with murder, but she was found not guilty on that count. Okay. Both nurses were convicted of poisoning and conspiracy and faced potential life sentences. Hmm. Well, yeah. So, there you go. Okay. Filipina and Leonora. Congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) I guess. All right, new question. Oh, we didn't sing. It's trivia. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting on you to find a question first, but okay, we're going to keep it. No, we're keeping it. All right. Come on, friends. Let's find something. Hmm. All right, here we go. Okay. In what U.S. state is the Colonial Parkway the site of at least eight murders between 1986 and 1989? I guess you know that one. All right. So, um... Your time starts now, though. TikTok. TikTok. Go to the socials. Yeah, do that. It'll be posted in a little bit. Answer <laughs> questions. There's there's all kinds of stuff there. Look at stuff. Win your prize. Rate review. Oh, yeah, do that, um, too. Continue to come back. Please. Tell all your friends. Ooh, Hairdressers. Yeah, share us. Mailmen. At the water cooler at work. Yeah. Y'all listen to this really badass podcast. You should check it out. They're funny. Your nail lady. Mm-hmm. Your Uber driver. Your cashier at the checkout line at Piggly Wiggly. Target. Or <laughs> 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 Piggly Wiggly. All right. Okay. So, um, I'm I, tired. I was fixing to say I'm so, I'm so tired. tired. <laughs> but we did it. Yep. All right. In a row. We did it. Okay, I'm gonna bye. go now. Bye. Bye, you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook and Instagram for episode picks and announcements. Please rate and review on Apple, Spotify, and Facebook. We want to give a huge shout out to Stephen Goetzky for editing, Craig Weaver for music, and our very own Amanda Hagens for art. We'll talk at you next week.